0: What if there is an algorithm to life? What if you get more of what you choose to focus on? And what if redirecting your focus for daily practices of gratitude can be a helpful tool for this? I do know how pitch dark can feel. After 10 years of gratitude journaling every morning, I also know how bright light feels. I know how it feels to feel good for no reason and also to have millions of reasons to feel good. And I want to invite you to feel that too. As you know, this podcast is in partnership with my own brand and the Algorithms of Life Table Book Journal. And it's not just any journal. It's crafted as a beautiful table book to also bridge the gap between well-being and the entrepreneurial spirit. This podcast is an invitation for you to not listen to me, but to yourself. To listen to a short story, to write your own and to reflect, to redirect your focus in life, and to go within to be able to go out without getting hijacked by the algorithms of social media and instead live a little more by the algorithms of life. Because what if there is an algorithm to life? What if you get more of what you choose to focus on? What do you choose to focus on then? I'm Ida. And this is the Algorithms of Life podcast. And as he fell asleep that night, he awakened. He could hear her silken tone leaving her soft lips. He had wanted to chase her since the first time they met, and that first had grown the more time they'd spent together. But as with most things in life, not in the way he first thought. He hadn't been brave enough to touch her yet, yet she'd somehow been bold enough to touch his heart. Unfair, he mumbled to himself as he moved his body from the left to the right side of the bed. As his ex left him, he had continued to sleep on the left side of the bed that once was theirs, as it used to be his side. Now, years later, the bed was just his, but the side seemed to still be something he hadn't yet decided to change even though he could actually choose himself for himself. He wasn't sure which side to choose if the right was actually right for him. He wasn't sure which side to choose if the right was actually right for him. But one thing was definitely true. Trying out was an opportunity to figure it out. Isn't it always so? She had moved out years ago, but now, in the middle of the dark night of his soul, in between the innocent cheats, he wondered if he actually let her. He still chose to think about her without thinking about it and to continuously sleep on the left side of the bed he called theirs, even though it was just his. And even though the other side was probably right, right? Not being able to see the room now, with his eyes wide open, made the room for him to see himself, and the answers in front of him, inside of him. No, he whispered as an answer to the new she he'd met earlier the very same day. Hours had passed since the afternoon at the beach where she had asked the question. He hadn't answered her back then. Not because he didn't have an answer, but because he knew she didn't want it. She didn't ask to get it from him, but to give it to him. Not because she wondered, but because she could see him wondering. He had been wondering his whole life, and now it was just about time to stop. To become as whole as the life and to live it. Most people dream about this, he had said. There was an insecurity in his tone, and she'd picked up on it. He remembered how he felt that she'd been staring into his soul. It hadn't been how he imagined them to dress down together. He'd always been very confident in his nudity, but all naked? Yeah, most people dream about this, she had confirmed overlooking the sun going down on the ocean and then back into his soul. Did you? She had effortlessly let the white sand touch her body as she gazed at the limitless sky above them. "'neither above nor below. "'But you're just not most people,' she'd said. "'Everything sounded so obvious when she said it. "'And as he fell asleep that night, he'd awaken. "'He could hear her silky tone waving her soft lips. "'He had wanted to touch her since they first met, "'and that thirst had grown the more time they'd spent together.'" But as with most things in life, not in the way he first thought. He hadn't been brave enough to touch her yet, yet she'd somehow been bold enough to touch his heart. And as he wasn't sure which side to choose, he knew one thing for sure. Trying out was always an opportunity to figure it out. Maybe most people dream about what you do have, Did you? I truly believe that any so-called success can be the greatest failure, as long as it's not our dreams we succeed in. As we spoke about before, you might have a hard time choosing because you don't want any of the choices you're choosing between. I recently met a woman in her 20s telling me that she had a real-life crisis, not knowing which program to choose at the university. I asked her if she had asked herself what she wanted and she started to tell me about the expectations from others. I'm afraid I won't meet their expectations, she said. But why? I asked. Why? And who are they that have those theirs that seem to be so important to you? But most importantly, how dare you? to care about what those they might expect of you. What do you expect? It might seem easy to ask others for answers, but if you don't just want an answer, but the answer, the right answer for you, you cannot ask them, but have to ask yourself. Because if the answer is not yet in front of you, it's within you. And that requires of you to go there. It can mean to both closing your eyes and to open them. This is also what the algorithms of life is for. It's for you to create your own daily practice to craft your life and develop your inner knowing. Understanding who you are is both the foundation to understanding what you want and what you need. It's the foundation to the relationship with yourself and with everyone around you. Because if you don't know who you are, how could anyone else? Most people might dream about what you do have. Make sure you do. And remember, you are not most people.